I'm Mitchell Vandenberg. And I'm David Scarlatescu. And welcome to Back to the Scene. A home for movie lovers that want to stay up to date on all things entertainment. Whether you're a super fan or a casual fan, we got you covered. We talk about a wide range of topics including film, TV shows, and all things relevant to movie pop culture. So sit back, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get Back to the Scene. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Back to the Scene. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Let's walk them through the uh, itinerary what? synopsis. So basically, if you haven't heard already, but on Tuesday, January 31st, James Gunn and Peter Saffron announced all the DC Universe films that are coming out for the first chapter in the new DC Cinematic Universe. And Damn. the chapter is titled Gods and Monsters. Damn. So we got movies, TV shows, we got five movies, Five TV shows as well, and then we're just going to touch on some of the films that are, are coming out before this whole new regime. Wild. All right, let's kick it off. Okay, let's, let's just talk about The Flash real quick. Okay. So, I think I'm going to mention before, but James Gunn has watched The Flash and says it's one of the best superhero films ever made. Really? Yeah. And Interesting. The, 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 apparently, it's testing through the roof. People are saying it's no way home good. Wow, really? That good? Do you think I have to watch Michael Keaton's Batman before it comes out? I would. Okay. Right. There's probably going to be like loose, kind of like in the same no way. way they have no like way. little Easter egg and references. Probably were to have some of that. I don't imagine. Like, I mean, I've seen the first two Michael Keaton Batman so many times. I know for a fact no storylines get to carry over. Okay. Not relevant at all to The Flash. <laughs> okay. If anything, it'd just be something in passing. But. Regardless. So it's supposed to be good. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Weirdly enough, the more the more I hear about it, the more I'm getting amped up about watching it. Yeah. And I'll say two more things to mention. Right. Can I get a trailer with the Super Bowl? Yes. Confirmed. Confirmed trailer at the Super Bowl. Okay. It's probably be like a little 30-second spot, then watch the full trailer online. Yep. Actually, speaking of which, we're actually supposed to get 11 trailers at the Super Bowl this year, which is insane. 11 trailers. Yeah. 11. 11. Wow. Okay. But anyway, uh, yes. And the other thing that James Gunn said about The Flash is it's supposed to be resetting the DC Cinematic Universe to lead into... Interesting. So whatever happens in The Flash is going to kind of like kill the timeline and reset everything. Essentially, yeah. Ooh, like X-Men Days of Future Past style, maybe? Exactly. Well, actually, the comic that this movie is kind of like based off of or inspired by is Flashpoint, and that's what happens. Barry Allen goes back in time to stop his mother from dying, completely changes the timeline, and then goes back to fix it, but things are kind of like different, but still some of the same, because DC, they wanted to restart at like issue one, because when you have like 800 issues, it's hard for new readers to jump in. So yep. this whole reboot called the New Fifty Two, where everything starts from issue one, and it's a whole new history with characters and everything. Sweet, that's exciting. So it's kind of the same thing we're doing with the movie universe. It's like reboot from the top. Where you go? I like it. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Yeah. So let's talk about the movies. Okay. So for this year, we still have Shazam coming out, The Flash, and then Aquaman. Yes. And then. Next year in 2024, the only film that that's coming out is Joker Part Two. Yes, so it's it's its own separate standalone thing. But the first movie in the DCU is Superman Legacy, and that's going to come out July of 2025. Okay, 
And we have no information other than the name, obviously, right yeah. now. Um, we know James Gunn wrote the script. We don't know who's directing. People are speculating it could be James Gunn end ending up directing the whole thing. Fair. Probably it's going to happen. That's kind of my bet. I can't wait to see who they cast as Superman. Yeah. We're probably going to find out for another year. At least. Because they're if it's coming out in 2025, that means they're going to be shooting summer of 2024. Which means they'll, we'll probably find out a couple months before. So we've got a whole year. Probably announce it at like CinemaCon or something. They could, or they might even announce it earlier, like at, a, at New York Comic Con or something. Yeah, okay. So that'd be that's cool. possible. Yeah, it's not, I guess it's not that crazy of news. So you have to wait for that. But okay. So Superman Legacy is the first one. And yep. then after that, Batman 2? Yes. Okay. So that's the other film. So they're saying they're only going to release two films every year. Ooh, I don't mind that strategy. It's because it's, I kind of find that. Marvel got a little crazy with four films in one. Did they think they at one point they did have four films in one year? At least, if not more. And then their usual Didn't is they three. have four this year, this past year, 2023 or 2022? I think it was just three. I think the year before it was it was four. Okay, and it was all crammed into the second second half. We had Black Widow in July, Shang-Chi in September, Eternals in November, and Spider-Man. No Way Home. Oh my goodness. That was yeah, jam-packed. It was like Marvel Overload. I think, I think though, that's because they didn't want to release those movies all at once they're it's all kind of they had them in the can and they're like, okay we have to release these now because of what's planned for 2022 which was already three movies so yeah. what would you have done right that's that's true but still it was Plus, quite a bit if they were to release any three movies during like in that few month window i feel like black widow shang chi and eternals were the ones to do it i guess because so. they weren't really that crazy and box office success with the exception of Shang-Chi as well. Yeah. Speaking of Shang-Chi, sorry to go off on a Marvel spin now, but I know that more and more people are under the assumption that the post credit scene in Shang-Chi has something to do with Ant-Man Quantumania. I don't. Like, they really, really, really think that... You never know. They really, really think that Kang is after the Ten Rings. Actually, the thing is... a. They're powerful, but they're not, like, godly. Unless there's, like, some hidden secret. If there's, like, some hidden secret to the Ten Rings, like, you unlock the anyone knows, If anyone knows it, it would be Kang. I guess so. What the secret is. But anyways, we'll find out. I'm wondering if it's some just Mephisto fantasy no. the same way it used to be. No, no. I mean, like, the same way they were thinking oh, Mephisto was going to be see. in it. And I see. Just assuming that it's just crazy theories from Marvel fans, but... Okay, so back to DC. Any other movies announced, confirmed, anything like that? Well, we're, we're, we just started talking about the Batman 2. That's right, yeah. yeah. So okay. Superman Legacy and then the Batman 2. Um, Again, in its own standalone universe outside the, of the Superman Bat Legacy. Verse. The Batverse, they called it. Yeah. And actually, is just, this was looked over, but it's, it's already being filmed, is the Penguin spinoff TV show that takes place in the Batman universe. Right. On HBO, and right. it's an eight-episode series that takes place in between the two films. Jeez, oh, it's going to make me want to get HBO now. I know. <laughs> so expensive. Well, I mean, you could just just do it for like whatever the three-week period it's on for. I know, but there's actually good content on there too. It's a three-month period, not three-week. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so that's... So we're going to have Superman, Batman in 2025. And then the next film is The Authority. The Authority? The one you're super familiar with. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, so basically, to be honest, I didn't even know about them before the movies. I'll be completely honest with you. Okay. Um, to be honest, my more expertise is more obscure Marvel things than DC things. But this team, the, or this comic series, didn't come out to like the early two thousands, and 
they're basically like the boys of um the dc universe like in terms of their hunting down theor they're hunting down heroes or more of well technically the boys hunts down villains because the heroes superheroes are the villains of the show anti anti anti-heroes but yeah okay yeah this universe they are they're technically good guys but they take down villains by any means necessary like we're gonna murder these people the villains like absolutely do they have powers some do yeah okay actually most do okay so they're basically enhanced individuals that don't live by a superhero code kind of like the punisher i guess okay something like that they're one of their team good combo i like that sweet no that'll be cool speaking of which missing the boys heavily this year we're gonna get both gen v and the boys season four yeah gonna be good yeah excited okay so yeah those are the next two movies in or the first two movies in the dc universe slate and then we got the brave and the bold next which is the new batman movie the brave and the bold okay and this is going to be another batman yes that's actually within the universe yes so it's gonna be a different batman and it's gonna introduce it's gonna be an older batman because robert Pattinson batman is a little younger he's like I know Ron Pattinson's in his early 30s, but I feel like this Batman's in his mid-20s. Like you're just yeah, starting out. I could see that. Um, but this Batman, they said it's going to be a father-son movie between Batman and Robin, Batman and his biological son, Damien Wayne. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So they're see, going with the fourth Ro- or fifth Robin. Okay. I do like, I do like that they're going to... If they're going to do a different Batman that's still within their kind of scope because that one's in the Batverse. If they're going to do another Batman... Make it different? Exactly. Do it in a weird, different way. So I like that they're they're going for that. And this could be about the whole Bat family is going to be introduced, apparently. So, I mean, I assume Nightwing's going to be in there, who's the first Robin. Oh, okay. Because Dick Grayson was original Robin, then became Nightwing. And so how old is Bruce Wayne going to be in this one? I'm ass- well, if he's going to have... I'm assuming it could be in the 40s because Damien Wayne, I'm imagining, I don't think they're going to have a 10-year-old. That's so do you think they're this aiming be like do you think they're aiming for Justice League then? Eventually at some point, yeah, oh yeah. Because how, another question, how old is Tony Stark in the original Iron Man? I want to say he's in his 40s. He's already in his early 40s in the first. I think, I think Robert Downey Jr. was in his 50 or late or mid 50s when Endgame came out. Yeah, I'd I say so. so Just I'm, I'm curious because if they do Justice League, you'd assume that Batman's going to take on kind of this Tony Stark role, Tony Stark-esque role where mm-hmm. he's the leader and everything, but he's wise. So I like that they're going with an older Batman because to make him the leader of the Justice League, he has to be an older, wiser version of himself almost. Yeah, and there's actually another thing about it. I was thinking, like, it's weird that Superman, because this the Superman's going to be younger. He's going to be just starting out as Superman. So it's kind of, when you think about it now, it is kind of like Captain America and Iron Man because Chris Evans is like a couple decades younger than Robert Downey Jr. True. Yeah. Good point. No, I like, I like the, I like the angle they're going for here. You know what? I, I might start to get excited about DC for the first time because nothing they've really done has excited me. Now that there's a plan. Plus it's James. James can always cranks out gold, it seems. So it seems like it. Yeah. He's got the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, we always say James Gunn, but also Peter Safran is the co-chairman with James Gunn, so it's both of them together. True, true. Peter Safran, he he produced um, Aquaman, both Aquaman movies and the Shazam films. 
Okay, so, so some of the more successful projects in DC, at least. Mm-hmm. Cool. Plus, he's, yeah, he's kind of more the producer side, and James Gunn's more the creative side. So the two of them together are a very good pair. I like it. Anyway, uh, so we're moving on to the next film, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Okay, so Supergirl is getting her own movie, not just yep. a TV show. Yes. Okay. And what I kind of like, the direction they're going, they're basing it off the Woman of Tomorrow comic book series, and whereas Superman, we're jumping back, because we just kind of actually grazed over Superman Legacy. Yeah, we did, actually. But the Superman Legacy is about, I think the description of it, I'm going to be paraphrasing, but it's about Superman coming to Metropolis, and it's, even though he's an alien from Earth, he believes in, like, in a, wor- a world where, like... People should be nice and people for... I'm butchering it, but it's just like being nice is a thing of the past in the pe- and people everyday people's culture and Superman thinks that's like an important value. So he wants to bring back kindness. Yes. That's cool. That's kind of like the tone and feel they're going for. Whereas now the Supergirl, how to differentiate from Superman is like, for example, I don't know if you've seen the Supergirl TV series. No, it, is, it basically... How do I say this? Basically just it's a female version of Superman. Yeah. Like it does it identical. Like same job, this is a reporter for a magazine, the same shtick. Exactly. Okay. Same. This Supergirl is been living on a, like a, a debris of Krypton, watching her whole family die for the past 15 years. And is basically like living on her own, like salvaging, living a, like in space stranded. And is basically like this, warrior that doesn't know her like own strength kind of thing but it's kind of getting like this how does she end up on earth i don't know she's getting up on earth some way somehow okay she's gonna end up on earth so but she it's, is a completely so she is kryptonian yeah very more hard harder edged i would say character than this kind of like boy scout that is superman which is a kind of a nice nice little so it's not just a carbon copy of the same character which is nice that is true a little differentiation would be good okay what are some more projects we got on there? Swamp Thing is the next film. Did you hear this? The Swamp Thing TV series that came out a couple of years ago? Nope. Um, it was canceled after the first episode aired. <laughs> that bad, hey? <laughs> well, apparently the show is really good. It's just, I guess, I don't know. I have no idea why Warner Brothers decided to announce, hey, everyone, the show's canceled, even though the full first season is already filmed and shot and done and released. You usually you announce if a show is going to be canned, you announce it after like the whole all the episodes are released because then people are like, oh, I'm not going to bother watching the show if it's already canceled. Yeah, assuming so. Yeah, and apparently it was supposed to be good. I haven't watched it myself, but apparently it was pretty good. What is it about? It's about this uh, guy named I think it's Alec Holland is the character's name. He gets mutated into this creature called the Swamp Thing, and he's basically I was going to compare. He's kind of similar to the uh, Marvel's Man Thing, but I don't think you've seen Marvel by Night yet, have you? No. Uh, so he's basically this giant swamp monster, I guess, is good. At, the creature from the Black Lagoon. So you think they're, they're going to go more of a horror route yeah, to this one, probably? Oh, and actually, James Mangold is in talks to direct it. Okay. Is that a horror movie director? Uh, James Mangold? Yes. He directed Wolverine, Logan, Ford v. Ferrari, and the new Indiana Jones. Oh, so a lot of, a lot of products that we like. Yeah. A lot of projects that we like. I like it. Okay. So that's they're thinking that's that probably that, be R-rated. So that's that's two movies a year. So we've got that puts us into 2027, if I'm not wrong. Oh wow, you're that's kind of crazy to think now. Because okay, so if two movies a year, Superman Legacy and the Batman Two is 2025, and then the Authority and Bruce and Bulb will be 2026. So yeah, yeah, it is 2027. Those two films come out. 
do we have any 2028 projects? Are there more no, movies on this list? That, that's, that's what they announced. Okay, because I'm like, 2027 is a lot to announce ahead of time. I mean, not even Marvel has announced into 2027 yet. No, I think 2026 is the farthest. Like, yeah, that's the farthest because Kang, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, right? Yeah, because, well, Kang Dynasty, I believe, is 2025 and then Secret Wars is 2026. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think of the rumor that Secret Wars is uh, Kevin Feige? Was it Kevin Feige? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, no, I'm just trying to think of the the uh, the article I read. I'm not sure if it was Kevin Feige or not. It, it probably was. But there is a rumor. There's a rumor that he wants to bring in every single character that's ever been in a Marvel movie, basically. Wouldn't be surprised if you as, tried to do as that, a but... bigger as a bigger event than Endgame, even. Well, I mean, how do you top Endgame? You have to do that exactly. That <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's you just bring in Hugh Jackman. You bring in yeah, and plus Kevin Feige's smart. Like, he knows it's like not just throwing in random cameos is really like impactful to the story. Like he's gonna weave these characters and have them like in a central part. I imagine. Imagine, imagine if um. Why am I forgetting his name already? Tobey Maguire. No, the the Hugh Jackman. Uh, Patrick no, the, Stewart. In Fantastic Four, the flame guy. Johnny Storm, Chris Evans. Johnny Storm. Thank you. Okay, Chris Evans, Johnny oh, Storm. Yeah. That'd be so that's gold. Meets yeah. Captain America's <laughs> or Chris he, Evans. Even if even if he doesn't appear as Captain America, all the other MCU characters being like, why is Captain America? Just... That's true. Why is Captain America <laughs> flame on? <laughs> that'd be good. That's funny. No, that'd be good. So, anyways, that's that's the rumor supposedly right now. So we'll see what hap- what goes down with that. But oh yeah, we have to go through TV shows for DC yeah. now. So too, that, right? that was all the films. And now it's TV show time. Okay. So these might be coming out next year. Yep. So quickly. So Creature Commandos was the first one. That's an animated series uh, dealing with kind of like the monsters elements of DC, and it's going to have a Weasel from James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yep. And. Uh, Rick Flagg Sr., so Rick Flagg's father. Wait, so it's exactly Weasel, like the one that we saw in Suicide Squad? Apparently. The thing is, also going back to The Flash, James Gunn says it resets some things. So, like, they're kind of, if there's some actors that might cross it, like, still say the same. There's some Mm. things. Wonder Woman? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Maybe. Ezra Miller? That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben Affleck. Well, we're gonna get a new one with Brave and the Bulls. So I highly doubt. <laughs> uh, so next move uh, show is Waller. Okay. So that's uh, Amanda Waller's character from Suicide Squad, the architect of that. Yep. She's gonna have her own spinoff show. It's probably gonna be a little more darker because it's gonna take place in between season one and season two of Peacemaker. Have you seen Peacemaker yet? No, I haven't. You? It's really good. It's a good show? It's really good, yeah. Okay. I was surprised. I mean, I don't know why I'm like, James Gunn's directing something. And I'm always like, eh, the trailers don't really look that great. Then I watch it. I'm like, oh, it's fantastic. Of course it is. Yep. Uh, and uh, the character in that, in Peacemaker Vigilante, is hilarious. Like, one of the okay. funniest characters I've ever seen. No, I, li- I liked I liked the character in, uh, in the Suicide Squad, so. Yeah. So, yeah. So, those are the first two shows. The next one is Booster Gold. So Booster Gold is a character from the future that travels back to present day with tech from the future to be a superhero. Ooh. So very uh almost Kang esque because he's Yeah. Yeah. 
excited being a superhero villain for being a superhero and gets like sponsorships and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So he's so, a bit of like a egotistical dude. Yeah, so a bit of a boy's twist to it almost. Yeah, okay. He's using it for his own However, personal gain. At this, he's not like he's not like the boy's extreme of being like he's an absolute sociopath. He like a part of him actually does want to be a hero. Oh, he does want to be a hero, but he's just he's, he's just, also he's, using it for personal his, gain. He, he, yeah, exactly. His yeah. ego is getting the best of him. And I'm sure yeah. there's going to be like an arc or the show, over the course of the show, he's going to learn how to be a true hero. Always. Good. Yeah, and the next one is probably the show I'm most excited for is Lanterns. Yes, me too. When I looked at that list, I was like, this one, thank goodness they're finally doing something with it. And it's the two, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. So Hal Jordan is the Ryan Reynolds character. Not going to play with Ryan Reynolds in the show, guaranteed. But that version, the Hal Jordan character and the Jon Stewart Green Lantern character are going to like team up and it's going to be like a true detective Green Lantern show. I like it. And apparently whatever mystery they're solving is going to have a huge impact of what the DCU like trajectory story-wise is going. Interesting. Like so that. they are so they are going to implement these TV shows the same way Marvel does. These TV shows are going to have an effect on the on the movies as yep. well. Okay, cool. And I like then this. the last show is Paradise Lost. So that is on Themyscira, like long before Wonder Woman was born, the society of all the women living on the island is kind of sort of like a Game of Thrones style ask show. Mm. I have a prediction. Scissoring. What? We're going to cut that out. What? Well, like, you know, Game of Thrones is a sex show, so it's like, you know, it's oh. women. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, let's let's go on about that. Okay, okay. so keep, keep going about your show, and then I'll let's get about scissoring. No, no, about the show. Talk about it, and then we'll go into it. Oh, that's pretty much it, so... Um. Yeah, Game of Thrones style show, both the one from the mascara. Okay, that's all. That's all the information we really have on this, it. That's all we have. Yeah. It's probably not going to be released until a couple years down. Yeah, at least. So, based on this article, I have a wild prediction. Okay, because I'm already starting to see in some of the comments and YouTube videos and stuff like that, people are getting a little bit fatigued i'll use the word with marvel content mm -hmm. i predict the post kang dynasty secret war dc will start to become king interesting awesome. because of the way that it's developing in a very early marvel way way and they have slow and steady with quality products that they're dishing out and they have the heavy headers coming out like superman and batman yep yeah. Because those are coming out 2025. Those are going to do really well at the box office. It's going to sail straight into their next projects. And I think, yeah, I think they're going to get some, uh, as we, as we go into the ends of the, the end of the 2020s here, I think DC is going to. Yeah. Cause by then they'll have all those films. We just listed already be out and they're probably, yeah. probably a sequel to Superman and Batman. And I'm wondering if what they're going to do with the flash like they gotta have the flash movie is that good they're probably gonna i think we're gonna, gonna find out when we when it ends uh, however however it ends we're gonna find out what the future of the flash is gonna be yeah but i mean they're not gonna like he's, he's, i imagine they're going to be a future film character and with all those movies to 2027 would one the next one in 2028 the next chapter be the, another flash movie i mean if they introduce let, let's think about this for a second if 2028 introduces The Flash and, let's say, well, another Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, another Wonder Woman, 
they basically got enough to do a first Justice installment League. of a Justice League. And then you can yeah. bring in Aquaman and Green Lantern and everything. Well, they already have Green Lantern. Pardon me? They already have? Well, the Lantern's TV show. So you got oh, Green right, Lantern. yes. Okay. So you got your Superman, you got your Batman. If you have Flash and Wonder Woman, you're good to go. Yeah. Aquaman's hypothetically the only one missing at that point. And I mean... Not Dude, really you could, a you could super do important. you yeah. could do an initial because here's the thing the first Avengers did not have all the characters yeah Ant Man was a founding member he's not in the there you go first you can one. do whatever you want in like the I cinematic mean, universe yeah you can have different Ross I mean throughout the comics they change but like the only thing is like you need Superman Batman and Wonder Woman for the Justice League you do you really that's do. those are the key three so you're right I mean if we think about it hypothetically speaking here if we throw in Flash and Wonder Woman movies in 2028, we could see a Justice League by 2029. Mm -hmm. Wild. I'm excited for this. Yeah. But it's a long way. A long, long time. Hopefully we don't die before then. <laughs> just hopefully, hopefully the prediction that AI will reach its singularity point in 2027 does not come true. Because <laughs> then we're going to have like a Skynet situation. Oh my goodness. I mean, th tell me right now if you think that the moment AI can think for itself, we're not all screwed. Tell me a situation where that doesn't happen. Think for itself. Well, if it's the weekend, it could be like with Make a Man, they're kind of like our little helpers and they're nice. Okay, but the prediction is that when it can think for itself, it'll basically be a sentient being that is far superior to any human being. Well, then I would say look at us the same way we look at mosquitoes or ants. Well, actually not. Okay. Mosquitoes and ants. Well, okay. In terms of thinking, but it depends. Would it have like emotions and feelings like us if it's fully sentient? I, we don't know. We don't know what that means. Because if it's just. We don't know what. We don't know what sentient because being is going to mean. For it to look down on us, it's got to have some kind of emotional response of like i'm superior kind of thing it's got to feel that like right? think ultron think ultron well he had emotions exactly that's what the singularity so is. if it has emotions emotions and can think for itself okay well also at the, at the same time like i mean we could if it has emotions and you could you know reason with it or dislikes it you know, appeal to its appeal sympathetic to it. side what if it becomes ultron and thinks that the world will just be better off without humans because frankly it might actually be <laughs> Well, it needs humans to have power, right? Don't we have to create power? We have to, like, have dams going and, like, nuclear, whatever. It's going to replace us with robots, the same way Ultron did. I guess it could. But, we're, okay, well, the thing is, it's like, robots that are able to, like, do the same things humans can. I mean, like, there is, like, Boston Dynamics is able to do that, but not, like, to that level anyway. When just... when the AI can think for itself, though, it we will see technological advancement far beyond anything that we can fathomably imagine right now. Because we've seen, obviously, pretty exponentially large technological advancements in the past, I don't know, let's say 20 to 30 years, even, t in, even in the past 10 years. But when an AI can think for itself, we're talking a super engine like Google that powers Google, basically, as a being that can think for itself. Think of the advancements that it's going to make just, like, by the same Here's, here's an interesting comparison. So, like... I'm, I don't think you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but there's, Not like, yet. in, like, season four, where they introduced this character, Ada, I believe it is, but basically it's, it is a sentient robot, pretty much. Okay. Um, that wants to create a human body, and once she gets in this human body, she feels emotions and all that, and basically, 
she has this crush on one of the characters and when she finds out that he doesn't reciprocate those feelings she goes AWOL and nuts so it's kind of like when you're given all this information and you're just like learning emotions at like an adult level or at like on something on a bigger scale you're not like raised as a child to like deal and like cope with all this interesting because like as a child you're taught how to deal with things not going your way so, on a on a small scale because like oh i can't have my playtime oh big i'm gonna deal. throw a tantrum yeah and then but the problem is what is what is their tantrum gonna be yeah, so like if it's like <laughs> this will exactly because a child screams and cries. Yeah. What is an AI sentient being gonna? Well, in the show, she went on a killing spree. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like we need to find a way to like raise it like a child. One thing's for sure, or for sure, this is not going to be our problem. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody else will have to figure this shit out, and we will either deal with the consequences one way or another. Um, moving on. What's the next topic? That was it. Oh, that's literally it? Yeah, we just went on a tangent on AI. Oh, okay. Sweet. We we saw Puss in Boots last night. Yes. That sh movie was a lot better than it should, like, than it deserved being almost. Like, I it agree. It was so good. <laughs> it had no business being that good. <laughs> they did so many things right. I know. I actually, looking back, I cannot believe the quality of that. Yeah, and, and I understand the, the rating that it got because there was this joke that it was rated higher than Avatar and Avatar spent... A billion dollars and it's not as good as puss in boots and i wouldn't venture to say that far i mean avatar i think is still a better way of water is definitely still a better movie than puss in boots but that being said puss in boots did a great job honestly like watching like it's like checking all the boxes like what needs to happen in the story and like it all ties in well very well together yeah yeah and you know final act really really good payoff mm -hmm. all in all such a great moment where just like the uh when the wolf says pick it up the sword yes. and then the comeback at the end re retorting exactly what yeah it said. says it to him yeah great yeah no it was, it was just great payoff all around great payoff all around and really good really good humor throughout also you get a lot of sadness in it too like there's mm -hmm. moments there's moments I'll where you feel very sad i was looking at the cast after because i'm like the only people or the only person i knew was in the movie was antonio banderas because he's the and movie. selma hayek yeah oh yeah um those two and then i was like when i was listening i was able to identify john mulaney immediately as um jack horner okay yep he was spider ham and then roy winstone as papa bear because he was um, the beaver oh, from yeah. narnia yeah. i recognized the voice immediately but then i was like I looked it up. I had no idea Florence Pugh was Goldilocks. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I'm so used to hearing her like on a Russian or American accent. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense in retrospect. But I was like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. She's, her Russian accent isn't her normal. Interesting. Not only the Russian accent, was she British as well? She was British as well in there. Yeah, she was. I think she, she must be British in real life to be completely honest with you. I don't know, but I'm guessing she is. I don't know, but those are really convincing accents. Also, really, really enjoyed the Goldilocks and the Three Bears story arc because that had a nice payoff at the end, too. She is English. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. She had a good English accent. Because, so. like, yeah, just in Black in Marvel and then in... Um, why am I blanking on Olivia Wilde's movie that she literally stars in? She's got an American accent. Um, oh, jeez. Darling, Don't Kill Your Darlings. Don't Kill Your Darlings? No, uh, it is... 
I was literally just talking about this the other day. Now, whenever I watch podcasts and someone always like gets tongue tied on something like that, I'm always like listening, like, "Oh, is this you, dumb dumb?" But like now, when you're actually in that <laughs> Somebody, situation, somebody's gonna be listening to us in that situation. It's like, "Is this voice?" It is. It is. Don't. It's don't worry, darling. Not. Don't, don't worry, darling. Don't, don't kill your darling. That was close. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> Are you really close though? Like it was one word off. <laughs> it's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> kill or worry i mean we'll kill your darlings as a phrase and don't anyway yeah so no that was that was really good great like i said great story arc with goldilocks and the three bears i thought that was a nice payoff as well and then uh, the team friendship just really got me uh thought that was just mm-hmm. absolutely hilarious especially at the end yeah good movie great payoff okay so i guess that's that's it for the episode right i think that's a wrap yeah i mean Ooh, I guess we're not doing an episode next week because I'm not here. I'm away. Um, then it's Ant-Man time, really. Going to Disney World. And then, yeah, we'll do a post-Ant-Man spoiler wow. talk. Can't wait. I can't believe it's right around the corner. I know. It's exactly literally two weeks. two weeks away. Wow. It's going to be awesome. Oh, so excited. So, so excited. I wonder if I have to get tickets to that beforehand. Or if I You don't have tickets? No, I don't have tickets. I don't know. I don't know if my plane's going to be delayed or something like that. I was just going to walk up and buy. Uh, what city are you going? Seattle. I'll get tickets right now. <laughs> hmm. I'll look at availability is the best thing I can. That's a good because I was I was watching people in LA try to get tickets and like if you're going to like a like a prime showtime, good luck. Uh, no, I was saying so. I'm getting back. Are you going to like an afternoon, like a noon thing? Or? I don't know. No, I mean, I, I have two options. So if I can't get in on the Thursday night, I can go to a, like a noon one Friday on Friday or something okay. like that. One way or another, I'm watching it on Thursday or Friday. Okay. And I'm fun. sure there's just two of you. So I mean, like, I'm sure you can find two seats in the theater. Yeah, somewhere in Neckbreaker seats. Yep. We'll probably, we'll watch we'll watch in Seattle and then I might watch again in, in uh, when we get home, back to Vernon, back to Canada. Okay. Thanks for watching, guys, and listening, or listening, if you were just listening. See you next time, or talk to you next time. And that is a wrap on this episode of Back to the Scene. Thanks for listening. It would mean the world to us if you left us a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you're listening. And if you guys want to reach out for anything, whether it's questions or ideas for the show, please make sure to hit us up. We'll have the email and all our socials in the description of this podcast.